G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. On a Wednesday, we like to give some attention to what's happening in the nation of Israel and the surrounding states around the Middle East. And an update today on breaking news from Israel. Ron Ross is back with us. Ron, welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, let's start with one. The Palestinian Authority demands the USA reopens the Jerusalem consulate ahead of President Joe Biden's visit, said to be in July. What's this one about? Yeah, the authority says the U.S. administration should fulfill its promises to the Palestinians ahead of President Biden's visit to the region next month. The promises include reopening the U.S. consulate in Jerusalem, which was closed by the Trump administration in 2018, and, can you believe this, removing the PLO from the U.S. foreign terrorist organization list, the official said. The U.S. State Department delegation that visited Ramallah over the past few days promised to relay the Palestinian demands to the White House. The U.S. delegation, which was headed by the Assistant Secretary of State Barbara Leith and her deputy, Hadi Amir, did not carry any pr- proposals for reviving the stalled Israeli-Palestinian peace process, the official statement added. Instead, the talks with PA President Mahmoud Abbas, PLO Secretary General Hussein al-Sheikh, and General Intelligence Service Director Majed Faraj focused on ways of strengthening Palestinian-U.S. relations and providing financial aid to the Palestinians. The PA Prime Minister, Mohammed Shatiyah, played down the significance of any U.S. measures if they are not accompanied by a political horizon for resolving the Palestinian issue. Okay. Ron, another headline. Russia has slammed Israel's airstrike on the Damascus airport as vicious. What's happening? Yeah, Russia turned up the heat on Israel after it became clear that Israel's early morning missile strike damaged the Damascus airport. Syria has since halted flights from Damascus until further notice. As a result of the damage, all arriving and departing flights at the airport have been suspended until further notice. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights claimed that the passenger halls were being used to store weapons delivered by Iran and meant to be going to Hezbollah. Iran Foreign Minister Hussein Amadolan condemned the attack as a clear violation of Syria's sovereignty and territorial integrity and contrary to international law and human principles, he said. Russia condemned the attack and released the following statement. We are compelled to reiterate that the ongoing Israeli shelling of the territory of the Syrian Arab Republic in violation of the basic norms of international law is absolutely unacceptable. We strongly condemn Israel's provocative attack on the most important object of the Syrian civilian infrastructure. 
ever since Israel picked Ukraine's side in the conflict with Russia, it's become clear Russia is no friend of the Jewish state. And a reminder that the Russians are not just active in the challenging situation in the invasion of Ukraine, but still very active in the Middle East. And as you say, Ron, uh, very clarifying so far as the relationship with Israel. Uh, Let's pick up on some more headlines as you've been scouring those headlines. Argentina seized an Iranian Mahan aircraft and confiscated the passengers' passports. What's this one about? Argentina immobilised an Iranian Mahan air cargo plane on Sunday that was leased to a Venezuelan state-owned airline, according to Iranian media. The flight was en route from Mexico and landed in Argentina on Sunday. The passports of five Iranian passengers travelling on the plane were confiscated, some of whom are allegedly linked to the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, according to Iran International. The U.S. imposed sanctions on Mahan Air after it suspe- uh, suspected that it was providing support to the Iranian Guard. Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro is currently visiting Iran, and the two nations have signed a 20-year cooperation deal, and they signed that this weekend. Ron, there's a sharp rise in COVID-19 cases in Israel. What is the media reporting? Over the last week, the country has recorded some 33,000 new coronavirus cases, marking a 105% increase in cases compared to the prior week. The sharp uptick in cases can also be seen in the reproductive rate, which is currently at 1.51%. When the R rate gets over one, it means the virus is actively spreading. Although 5,800 cases may not sound like much in comparison to the peak of the last wave caused by the Omicron variant, it's a significant increase compared to 10 days ago on June the 3rd, when just 2,400 new cases were recorded. In fact, for the last month, Recorded cases were consistently steady, measuring from 2,000 to 2,500 on most days, with a decrease on the weekends. And uh, planning to travel, Ron. Madaba is a Jordanian city chock full of holy sites. Uh, They've got some plans for increased tourism. Yeah, I've been here. This is a wonderful story and should be included on any Middle East tour. Jordanian Tourism and Antiquities Minister Nayef Al-Fayez visited Madaba, 19 miles southwest of Amman, this week to give a push to the city's designation as the Arab capital of tourism for 2022. The ministry has plans to encourage visits to Madaba, especially after the Arab League bestowed a coveted title on it as the tourist capital. Hadith Awali, a hotel owner and of, uh, of the Nebo Tour Company, said Madaba is important for its holy sites, validating historical religious narratives. The 6th century mosaic in St. George's Church is a beautiful documentation that validates Jerusalem, the baptismal site on the east side of the Jordan River, and stands as a living proof of the faith in this region, he said. Madaba mosaic map of the region is preserved on the floor of the Greek Orthodox Basilica of St. George, sometimes called the Church of the Map. 
Sawala noted that Madaba used to be the centre of Christianity in the region, with seven bishops running churches and dioceses in the region. Madaba is a go-to place for many who visit Jordan, the Christian tourism entrepreneur added. It's usually the place to go on your second day in Amman. It's close to the capital and has many wonderful churches and archaeological discoveries and some of the most important mosaics in the entire region. He said, on a clear day, you can see Jerusalem from Mount Nebo and the chapel of the Augusta Victoria Hospital on Mount Olives. Sawa was referring to the view from the historic memorial of Moses Church, also known as Makam Naba Musa, atop Mount Nebo, an elevated ridge of the Abira Mountain. It was originally built in the second half of the 4th century CE, where, according to the Bible, Moses was granted a view of the Promised Land before his death, and where, according to a few Islamic scholars, the Prophet Musa, as Moses is known to Muslims, was buried. The modern memorial of Moses Church atop Mount Nebo in Kibbet el Makayat, commonly known as the town of Nebo, houses some of the best mosaics in Jordan, dating from around 530 CE. The church is part of a functioning monastery, and there's a small but fascinating museum presenting the history of the site. So later added, major work will be performed to renovate Makiwa, a site near Maraba, where it's believed that Herod Antipas, a son of Herod the Great, ordered the beheading of John the Baptist. A major event will be held in Makawa this year on the date that Christians remember the story of what happened to John the Baptist. Less than an hour's drive from Madaba, along the King's Highway, is Makawa, the hilltop stronghold of Herod the Great. Upon Herod's death, Herod Antipas inherited the fortress, and it is from there that he ordered John the Baptist beheaded after Salome's faithful dance of the seven veils. And that was all recorded in the Gospel of Matthew. Jordanian lawmaker Majal Kuyakub, a Christian member of parliament, representing Madaba, said the city needs facilities and activities to encourage tourists to stay longer. Madaba is a city that reflects a wonderful human mosaic as its people from different religious backgrounds reflect a high degree of coexistence, he said. It's really a fascinating place. Wow, who would have even thought? Sometimes you think of that trip to the Middle East and the visit to Israel, but as you're describing what you see when you're in Jordan, if you want to stand on top of Mount Nebo and see the site that Moses saw as he looked on the Promised Land, or as you mentioned, that Greek Orthodox Basilica of St. George and the Church of the Map, and then visiting the uh, the place uh, of uh, the stronghold of Herod the Great, uh, where John the Baptist uh, was ordered to be beheaded. Wow, historic site tourism that really gives you a wonderful uh, insight when you go on a on a tourist visit of just those significant things that have been a part of the history of the world. Ron, wonderful insights. Thanks so much for great. Uh, headlines once again today and uh, Ron appreciate you always Uh, thanks for being with us once again today on 2020. Thank you Neil Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us go to vision.org.au 